0: Welcome to the Do Everything With Love podcast. This is your boy, Davey Baby.
1: What's up, y'all? Myron. Steven.
0: Amber. And we have a very special guest with us uh, once again. Let's make some noise for Dante Shepard in the house tonight. woo What's up, everybody? Hand clap. Yeah. So uh, if you don't already know, uh, Dante is a leader and a producer, or the producer, I should say, of bridgeway community church's sunday services it's a local church here in columbia maryland that has over 10,000 members and so with that being said let me take it to my boy wadi take it away sir
2: so how's everybody doing today what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> let's run it down let's let's catch up myron what's going on brother i'm thirsty <sighs> that's
1: good it's good water it is, it is. Columbia, Columbia water. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, still recovering, I get my mobility back, trying to get out on the trails. As soon as some of this temperature dies down, I'm, I'm more of a fall rider anyway. Mm. So I'm fine with taking a break right now. Looking looking forward to doing some night riding. Night riding. Oh, that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, get sounds your dangerous. get your headlamps sure. on. Well, I mean, those, as long as sounds bike
3: parties sounds peaceful. Yeah, yeah. As
1: long as you got like you know some good lighting on you, you know the the trails are more or less safe. Yeah, looking forward to that. Sounds fun.
3: Uh, Dante, how you doing, bro? Hey, everybody. I'm doing pretty good, you know, things, things are well, managing my time and energy as, be- energy as best as I can. I'm, I'm having to uh, like reconcile the fact that I'm getting old, you know, and it's, it's, not, a, it's not a big deal because I don't really feel super limited. You don't look old. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But I don't feel like really limited in any, like, I don't feel like I can't do anything that I used to be able to do. Like, mm-hmm. I still feel, thank God, I yeah. physically feel good, arguably the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. But like I started getting heartburn a couple months ago and like oh. it's really bothering me. Like if I eat spicy foods, I have heartburn and so you're especially
0: like, old now cuz you get heartburn?
3: Yeah. Not from pepperoni yeah. though, right? Not from pepperoni, but know, uh, but but if I had pizza. had heartburn the day before and I eat something mildly spicy, okay. it can it can it, it can act up. So I got to figure that out. I don't know if it's acid reflux or heartburn cuz I th- th- I think there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I heard that heartburn could also be induced from stress, but I don't think I'm stressed. I just need a lot of these questions answered. I feel as though you'd know if you're stressed. Not I think always. sometimes well, people don't. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. yeah, and maybe the heartburn is telling me mm. uh, to pay attention to something I'm not paying attention mm. to. I don't. Yep. I, I don't know the answer, but um, dang, now I got to reevaluate my life. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of I where I am. Like. You you see a doctor or a therapist?
2: I think yeah. both. <laughs> I think both. Oh <laughs> uh, David, also uh, known as. Davey baby, baby. Hey. <laughs> uh, if
0: you don't know, now you know. Uh, Starting <laughs> now. Uh, now I'm doing well. Uh, can't complain. You know, for me, you know, just trying to stay active. Of course, as a creative, just continuing to figure out ways to be creative. I do music and writing and producing. So, same tune, different day.
2: Very cool, man. I was doing fantasy football this year. I got. I'm in three leagues. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. which me too, last man. last year was my first year ever playing fantasy football and I thought I was like ah sure I'll do it because you know it's like a little bit of camaraderie in the office and man you really get into it and boy you start spending way too much time. I'll go to YouTube. Stats. My whole algorithm's jacked up from YouTube now <laughs> but yeah that's been the for me as well it's been the latest and uh, yeah I'm super excited uh, for Sunday kicking off NFL season so I'll probably have to limit myself. Put some uh, some guardrails on the amount of time I spend in fantasy football, but
4: this Sunday football starts.
2: Well, it started Thursday. Oh, yeah. Um, but then like you know, this is the first football Sunday. Ah, yeah. I
0: try to keep it the Sundays, you know. And we usually have writing sessions on Thursday night football, so I try to you know sacrifice football time for the band. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like it's fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, how you doing?
4: Opposite of David trying to stay active i'm trying to rest Mm -hmm. but sometimes it doesn't work out but yes i'm focused on trying my best to make sure i'm well rested for all the things that are ahead because i will be relocating out of the country indefinitely
2: Mm
4: -hmm. i'll be returning just don't know when Mm -hmm. that is top of mind for me i will be heading to nigeria very exciting 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 Yeah. yeah but a lot to do Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to rest in between and make sure i do that in a way that makes sense and still be able to see all the folks that i need to see like you all before Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. i go that's i'm trying to balance all of that balance all that it takes to relocate as well as making sure my body rests
2: yeah well i know we're all excited for you um it's gonna be really really good
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're listening, just know we we love you, man. It's all love. Yeah.
4: (laughs) So so that's why we just don't know, it just depends on on that uh, um, paperwork to come Yeah, 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 for the interview date. And then uh, once that happens, which they don't really tell you when, we'll be back. So indefinitely. But hopefully that indefinitely would turn into sometime soon. (laughs) And we'll be back here. I know that immigration
0: process is no joke. Yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like not even Americans can pass that test. The, the, the oh can, oh do, do, do. Can, especially Oh yeah, when that comes, yeah, I have to study. yeah,
4: I'd have to study for it.
0: <laughs> uh, we gotta move on to this ad.
4: Hey y'all, this is Amber, president of Let Love Rise Foundation Incorporated, and we have officially launched. Check out letloverise.org. If you are a community organization with volunteer needs, go and sign up on our platform to promote all of your volunteer needs. And if you are a volunteer looking for ways to connect to your local community, looking for ways to make a difference, go on letloverise.org to sign up for these volunteer events. I'll see y'all at the next event all right so
0: yeah we're doing a series called millennial trends in the church and uh it's been uh, i would have to say a, some of the best conversation i think i've had in a while mm-hmm. uh going over these uh different topics the topic for today is is it good to only attend church online uh so we have my friend and special guest dante shepherd here As a producer who also has to think about online services, online patrons, online uh, members that are watching, they put on a full production, even for, actually specifically for people that watch their services online. So definitely glad he's here. Before we even dive into that question, I want to ask some preliminary questions to kind of provide more context here. You know, I wanted to go around the room here and ask, you know, what did church look like for you growing up? And what does it look like for you now? Dante, why don't we start with you first, and we can go around from there.
3: Yeah, I mean, I grew up attending, I actually grew up attending Bridgeway Community Church, which it's a non-denominational church. And, um, you know, Sunday mornings obviously was, was the thing. Uh, attended every week. It was just something um, in my family rhythm that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday Sunday was, was, was church, and we always went, unless, you know, we we're out of town or something. Uh, and then when I got to be, you know, a teenager, you know, Wednesday nights was like youth group night. And then Sunday was church. And then actually Sunday evening, I would a- attend a, a Bible study with some friends. So yeah, I grew up very active in the church, um, attending youth events as a as a kid and going on retreats and, you know, camps and things like that. Now, like, so, so now I work full time for Bridgeway. And working full time for a church is, it's a little bit, it's a, it's a little bit of an interesting dynamic because that is my vocation uh, and I'm in the church building a lot. And so like attending church is, is a little bit different and I need to make sure pretty regularly that, you know, I'm carving out that time to to still be fed yeah. and, and to still glean the things that I need to to glean from from the word. Because yes, it is work, but also the good thing about it is that I am under what, what I believe to be solid teaching uh-huh. and, and authentic leadership. I do believe I'm surrounded by that okay. so I, I so I feel like even when i'm working, I'm still able to worship when when, when I'm surrounded by such gifted musicians like yourselves leading us in worship mm. and then hearing the word in the midst of being uh, at work I, I I do believe I'm still able to. To receive the things i need and then and then i have opportunities to visit other other churches or attend you know conferences or workshops and things like that so i would say it's kind of like the full spectrum of of experiences that i get to 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 have
0: so yeah so the church for you is not just sunday it's it's pretty much every day of your life yeah especially because you work for but it's interesting that you're you're dividing the two between work and also meeting the need to make sure that you're you're getting fed Mm -hmm. right
3: under like you said authentic and i yeah and i understand that it's it's difficult for some people it is a challenge Uh, you know we're all different people and not everyone is able to compartmentalize quite the way the next person might so i do understand and acknowledge the challenge the challenge of those that are in vocational ministry or you guys if you're leading worship at a at a church it's it's different than you going to 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 receive and to be to to be ministered to so i do acknowledge that and i my, my heart really does go out for those that are in vocational ministry that find find it a challenge to go and be fed. Yeah,
0: mm. cool. That's cool. Amber, how about you? What did church look like for you growing up, and what does it look like
4: now? Growing up, yeah. So growing up, I grew up in a Baptist church in Silver Spring. Um, it's actually called the People's Community Baptist Church. And what I remember every Sunday, I particularly enjoyed going to church as a child. We had Bible study nights. I forget which days it was on, mm-hmm. and then we also had vacation Bible school. So you BBS. were in church.
0: So you were in church multiple BBS. times a week.
4: Not multiple times a week. We had like, yeah, well Sundays, and then there was oh, a day that we study. had Bible study and then um, vacation Bible school was like um, the summer period oh gotcha yeah, that, like the summer that, period. One, yeah, that one summer
0: camp week yeah with yeah. the fried
4: fish and did
0: you enjoy a vacation like did you look forward to it oh it yes yeah.
4: cause I looked forward to the fried fish <laughs> <laughs> the fried fish the friends I never, I ain't never had no fried fish
2: on <laughs> Yeah, vacation Bible school yeah
4: BB, I remember <laughs> those fried fish hot dogs church, and the church picnics yeah those church yeah. picnics with the yeah man that fried cause it, we had land um the church has land that's like um a little ways back um okay. you know and that's where all of the outdoor picnic activity and bible school vacation bible school activity was but yeah that's childhood and then now as an adult i started going to a non-denominational church following after my older sister who was in downtown silver spring at the time and I had just recently graduated from the University of Maryland. Oh, she Terps. was going to a, yes, TERFs. <laughs> uh, we were going to a church that, she was going to a church that was actually unconventional, or so to speak, at the time, back in 2012. It was actually in a the movie theater. And I think that's what really got people captivated with the music that would be blasting through the theater. Wow. And I think that also drew people who, who knows, may have had church hurt from like, you know, growing up and going to a church building or going to traditional church setting. So we had a lot of people that uh, were just captivated by the atmosphere of like being in non-denominational setting as well as a setting that's outside of a church building.
0: Now, how, and, often, how often are you going to church now?
4: And um, now, so, like, so now we go every Sunday. You go every Sunday? Okay. Every Sunday. Every Sunday? Every Sunday. Okay. Well, t- yeah. p- t- typically every Sunday because okay. I, I also... Yeah, church. I was going to say, you also serve Yeah, church, yeah, too. so I serve in the church. Now, does that require more time director. or... It does, it does, but it's more so like. Or does that different. just happen on Sunday, or? Yeah, and then and then throughout the week as well, but okay. it's it's different than and Dante's where it's like that's his actual vocation. Yeah. Um, like outside of it, like I'm in the tech industry. Yeah. And that's my full time. Right. Um, but you know when it comes to like doing guest service director, which is a volunteer role within mm-hmm. the church that I go to. It's time outside of the church, but not as much as if it's like your full-time role, and that's gotcha. actually what you're getting paid to do. Right. And well, so, I, yeah, as guest services,
0: great. I guess that's more catered toward people that are newcomers that are coming in. On
4: newcomers, Sunday. as well as as well as um, our members as well. We want everyone to feel welcomed. We serve them coffee and tea. Nice. We make sure we're like have right So you our make right sure that, that the
0: coffee beans are fresh and.
4: yeah all of that yeah like and just the setting yeah like the bathrooms you know like because we're not in a traditional church building we make sure that like everything is so hospitality yes yeah the hospitality and everything because sometimes we're in schools we're in movie theaters and things like that and personally for me like i enjoy that as long as it's in person so So that's what sounds like
0: you've been pretty active in church your whole life
4: yeah pretty much yeah. a whole life yeah even throughout college as well okay yeah all right cool yeah
0: all that's right. my experience a little insight uh Wadi, How about you <laughs> growing up versus now
2: Ah, uh, <clears throat> i grew up in a small predominantly black church i think from maybe like first grade ish time frame up in through high school and after high school i probably stopped going to church for a little bit you know you're an undergrad and and you try to find like I guess maybe a church at the school you go to, but that wasn't wasn't really vibing with that, and it wasn't really uh, Bible based every Sunday. So I was like, mm. um, then I started going to a large church back home. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, that's another podcast. Um, uh, I started going to a large church back home. It was actually uh, Bridgeway, and that was really really cool. I dug it. So I went there for a long time. Then I started serving in the the music ministry. Um, Met a lot of good friends. I I think we've all met kind of almost through church. Well, not you.
4: Not me. (laughs) But my best friend goes to Bridgeway. She (laughs) grew up in Bridgeway. (laughs) Dante. Who's your best friend? Who's your best friend? Yes, Amaka. Who? Amaka. Amaka? Yes. I
2: don't know. It's a big church.
4: Yeah. -hmm. I met Dante there. I met David there. so,
2: So you met a lot of great people there. Um, then at some point, you know, you get asked to serve, or you get asked to help out with other music ministries in different churches, so. And then um, I started splitting my time serving a very small church and then a very big church. So Bridgeway and then another small church. And for my personality type, somebody that's super adaptable, I kinda like change and try new things out. I, I really enjoy the dichotomy between the two. And then you meet a lot of really cool people, a lot of great people. Um, now it's, I'd say I have learned it's important that uh you do schedule in some downtime a, a break or so to speak a church word is a sabbatical uh yes <laughs> but uh if you do if you are somebody that's serving pretty heavy in church as a, as a volunteer or, or what have you i think it is good to program for yourself personally you know a sunday where you can just go and receive you should be receiving anyway while you are serving but i think you do need a break um so that's where I'm, I'm currently at now and it's a good balance um, okay yeah mm-hmm.
0: Oh, 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 oh. yeah so it sounds like uh uh you've had a, a very varied experience <laughs> from yeah church, from growing up to to now yeah and, and, then, and you got to experience large church and a smaller church setting too yeah and yeah.
2: once you start traveling a little bit and you see, yeah you start seeing west coast church yeah, yeah. yeah. a little yeah. church in england where they serve some pints
4: that's right I serve
2: some pints of beer, a beer. Oh,
4: oh really it,
2: yeah
4: oh man i think y'all did
2: th- okay yeah
4: that's for but yeah, no whole other it's conversation
2: time. interesting but yeah you are correct david
0: awesome <laughs> <laughs> awesome let's go over here to my brother myron i didn't forget about you
1: oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah uh well i mean david knows cause we grew up in the same church um small church started out in school um got a little office building Grew grew naturally um, Grew to a bigger church I started out in music ministry Fairly young um, Even before I was playing guitar My mom had me up there singing And being the introvert that I am Hated it <laughs> every step of the way But you know it just just became something you did and, You can imagine um, his face on stage <laughs> 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 But yeah uh, learned, learned to play guitar um, Ended up learning to play drums Our youth group really really started thriving And you know all of a sudden like a lot of youth just like oh you know I'm interested in playing instruments you know I didn't know you play I didn't know you play like I knew David for a long time didn't even know he played piano and it was like oh they you know start a band and all of a sudden you know people start getting on fire to to you know praise and worship like kids who were just like knuckleheads before started getting you know coming out wanting to come out to, to youth on Friday nights night, night. and yeah. you know people would be up there rapping spontaneously people would, you know we just make up songs spontaneously
0: people speaking in tongues yo
1: it was yeah it was an amazing time <laughs> um yeah. yeah and it was just a dope experience in the Lord like I was I was there for a while then I ended up going to another church because of a girl I was dating Hmm. Then my mom ended up taking over the music ministry because of some drama that was happening there. <laughs> and she's like, she begged me to come back. I was like, All no, right, names. Fine. No, names, <laughs> no names. No names. No names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was a good experience um, up until it wasn't.
0: And so what's church the like for you now?
1: church looks for me now I'm doing the thing I never thought I'd be doing I'm a pastor uh, Woo, what? <laughs> <Got him>. yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy I mean it's a super small church but it's the idea of like being the mantle res- the responsible yeah yeah, like, uh, yeah being like I've been I've been shepherd. running from responsibility my whole life like my whole life my parents been like God's called you to be a leader and like Myron don't like uh, responsibility. I know uh, Myron. He
0: don't like responsibility at,
1: at all. Bro. Nah. If he can ride, who will ride? You know? <laughs> that <bank> but <laughs> I mean, but like that, that goes back to like who God calls each and every one of us to be, like who his envisioning and purpose and plan are for. It's like we don't get to say to the master craftsman what we are and what our design is supposed mm. to be. So like when you talk about Submitting and surrendering, like that, has to go down to the very core of your being, to the very DNA of what you think you are. You have to submit that to God so that He can show you what you are truly supposed to be. All right, Pastor. All right, about you about <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, right. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> it sounds
0: like you, know, you had a pretty awesome church experience growing up until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And now you're a pastor which is cool yeah. and, and so that's kind of like you're kind of like Dante that's that's you know it's not only a Sunday morning thing but it's an everyday thing for you too and um, for sure and you know there's of course boundaries that come with that to, make, to protect yourself and to also protect your spiritual journey right
1: yeah well I would say especially for me I think it helps that I don't identify as a pastor mm-hmm. like pastoring is something I do it's something that God has called me to but like if that were to no longer be my calling i now i'm not like lost and like oh who am i god like i'm just so glad you're not forcing me to call you pastor Meyer. nah 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 like, in fact i'm i'm <laughs> so, so you know rich, how people, you don't know yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah. oh yeah. no i'm
0: pastor uh, do people I'm, really do
1: that no, yeah do yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. do that especially oh cuz like i'm like my church is a very much an african african community and they're very much uh, about like their titles and like yeah, their the achievements it. and stuff so yeah. it's okay, like okay okay evangelist yeah. or deacon oh like like prelate yeah yeah, or oh, yeah, like, yeah like yeah. In that one? What? Like
2: uh, bishops. Yeah. And, <laughs> what was the position you call that? Pre, there's like a lead prelate. or Prelate? Prelate? Maybe not. What's was that, Catholic? Not, not oh, I've dog. never heard <laughs> it. <one. No. laughs> I've seen it in my travels. Oh, maybe okay. Maybe, maybe they made it up just to make more. And maybe. Who
0: you knows? Cool. So for me, Mario and I went to the same trips growing up. I was a musician in church and I, Sunday morning service, I was playing it. Monday night we had youth band rehearsal. Tuesday night we had adult choir rehearsal. We had to play for them too. Wednesday night we had Bible study. Um, Occasionally played at that too. Thursday night was like Bible school.
4: Oh, this is really multiple times in the week. Friday Friday
0: was youth night, so I was I went there kicking and screaming and crying, and then and then I come out like you know like always feeling better. Like man, I'm glad I went to youth night. It's always (laughs) weird like that. Uh, Saturday was, you know, ch- well, I just stayed home and did chores. And then Sunday, I go to church again. It all starts all over. So I so, was
4: like Sunday to Sunday. Uh, yeah,
0: I was in church, man. That's I was, Sunday to Sunday. I was, uh, I was in church every day. So hopefully, you know, for those of you that do know me out there, you know why I am the way I am. Today, I'm still a musician. I still play at churches, multiple churches, actually, on Sunday. And so I'm, I am usually where I'm needed uh, to, to lead worship. Uh, or to play or do both and for me like i make sure that like of course that i'm, I'm not one of those musicians that just roll out and you know and tunes out the pastor mm, after yeah. you know
1: rolling up your wires yeah
0: i do respect the pastors that i do uh play you know at the churches that i do play at yeah take time to listen and i definitely get fed and equipped that way as well yeah I, for me that's kind of church for me and then church also for me very much looks like with love and Iron and Wadi have been like my 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 church my my core disciples where they hold me accountable and we meet once twice a week and do community and do life together you know amber she's recently joined that tribe and and actually been a part of
4: our tribe for a while now since 2014 yeah
0: you've been here for but you got you 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 you
4: you three knew each other way longer yeah but but i met all you but either way i mean amber you're also like family (laughs) um
0: and and also has been uh just you know to me that's been my church my community where i felt i've honestly felt like they've taught me a lot as well and i learned a lot from definitely like an iron sharpens iron kind of thing yeah so yeah that's been that's been fun me and dante we've done a lot of church at bridgeway youth group common ground when it was back on when it was on sunday high school nights yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We've we've done, done
3: retreats and... fair
0: share retreats and missions trips and, and all that stuff so we go back but uh yeah I'm, i you know definitely not as involved in church as i as i was growing up you know and i like like wadi i actually try to make sure i get some downtime.
4: i was going to ask that question yeah sabbatical i was going to ask a question about well, yeah you said you i try serve to serve in multiple churches i build on sunday. i build in i try to take one sunday off okay um, one sunday a I month one at, sunday a month
0: so, well one sunday off at a minimum every two months at a minimum i every ideally would months. like to take a sunday off once a month but that's okay. what's happened that okay okay it depends okay. on what's going on and i feel it too like if i don't if, if i if i wait till like the, that two month mark i'm like yeah it's it's her, i'm hurting so you're ready bruh, for the break yeah i need the break yeah. mm-hmm. so with that being said let's get to the the topic of the of the evening here um so w- the question was what are the i guess the pros or cons of attending church online right we talked about community how we grew up our prior experience with church you know, now we're post-pandemic, where everything PP. was was on, mm-hmm. was online, and now you know people are starting to come out their houses and do more things together. But Dante, right? I'm sure you're on during the pandemic. Your online audience probably has grown exponentially.
3: Yeah, let me speak to that for a second yeah. because mm-hmm. because I, I think I think what I'm about to say we can circle back to later in the conversation. Yeah, and and that is this idea. And this, strat- like, strategic is my number one strength. Mm. We, you were talking about strength finders mm-hmm, at some point. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we very naturally perceive things from, like, a deficit mindset or, like, a uh, reaction type of response as opposed to proactiveness. Mm-hmm. And so I bring that up because when, the, when we were in a staff meeting and they were like, we're closing the doors because of this pandemic and we don't know <laughs> what, what's going to happen. Yeah. And so, me as a, a producer that I'm putting together, producing and directing these services, I was t- tell, telling my team, instead of us trying to survive, what if we take this as an opportunity to do something that we, we haven't done before in this way? Mm-hmm. So the doors are closing, now we're all online, and thank God that we had the infrastructure already in place to broadcast online. Right. So the wiring was already in place. What the pandemic and us closing the doors to the physical building, what that gave us the opportunity to do was we essentially were creating hour-long, you know, short films every week. <laughs> mm. So a buddy of mine that, that grew up in the church as well, he's a, he's a filmmaker. I'm like, yo, let's shoot this like cinematic. Mm-hmm. Let's, let, 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 let's use this to our advantage because now it's all video. Yeah. So yeah. we can focus all of our efforts into uh, producing and making something that is not just set up a camera and record this the right. set and record the sermon yeah. let's 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 use our c- gifting and creative arts to to make something visually beautiful and that's our offering to God as we are the work of our hands that he's placed before and, us and
0: for those that don't know yeah. Dante has an extensive bra- background in acting mm-hmm. and he's a poet and he's all about filming stuff so this is right down here yeah head. so
3: it, so it, yeah it put us in this position where we're like all right yeah everyone's freaking out and at this point as well you guys are deep in church culture a lot of churches close their doors for real for real like not just physically but like couldn't sustain Yeah. Yeah. yeah um and and even a church of our size like they're there was so 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 much unknown at that time about what was going to happen. Were we going to die? Like, that, that was like, literally, we didn't know how.
0: To... <laughs> like, die, like, in the grave? Well, like, it, like COVID. At,
3: very early <laughs> on, very early on, everyone, did, no one knew, right. Right? like, yeah, how yeah, serious
4: yeah. is this like, virus? Uh, yeah. Is this
3: yeah. Yeah. time to go home? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. there was so much unknown. We were like, is our church going to make it? Or, mm. All of All of those questions were definitely at the forefront of everyone's mind. But instead of us thinking about, well, uh let's do this to try to survive i was like no let's use this as an opportunity to 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 do to something like in, a new, in a new, in a, in a new way yeah that's right so um so that gave us that uh that like direction like a fresh
0: wave of excitement yeah to like try something new
3: and so what's 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 had what has sustained post-pandemic is like you said we have that value then placed on, on online Because technically speaking More people are Are attending online Really Than in the building yeah. Even now Even now Like numbers The theater is like The sanctuary is like 60-70% full Yeah And about how many is that 60-70% That's about 700 okay. On a good good day Yeah As opposed to, As opposed to like Three services, twelve hundred people. Yeah. Right, so right. You know, what I mean? like it's very different. Yeah. Online, you'll see three, four thousand devices, and like they say, wow. you can count two conservatively, three pe- people per device. Yeah. per device, because some devices there's more. There are more right. people.
2: Do you know what it was before the pandemic? Uh, online attendance or I device? I, I can't. Number? Yeah, I can't
3: mm-hmm. recall, but it was. I mean, it was yeah. nowhere near that. Yeah. Right. So
2: with right. so
0: with this increase in demand, now there has to be more thought put towards. Well, how do we pe- make people feel like yeah. they're in a community online?
3: And the way, and the way we do that is we, we, don't, we, don't really, we don't refer to it as just the online audience, but we actually refer to it as another campus. Mm-hmm. Ah, the okay. online campus oh. is kind of the language we use to, give, to, to, give, it, to give it that, that cool. level of importance yeah. because we have the, our Columbia campus. Um, five years ago, we opened up another campus in Owings Mills. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's in the Owings Mills-Ricerstown area. And then um, and now we also consider our online to be a, another campus in and of itself, because we've got some people who were introduced to bridgeway via online, and then some people like were, were a part of the in person and they've moved to different states. We've uh, we got different people tuning in from different countries. Yeah. Like, we see the analytics uh, and it's crazy to, to see people from other countries logging in to to view services. We're constantly like trying to be mindful and, and, um, and caring for those that um, that are tuning in online and reserved in terms of how we address them. They are another campus yeah. and there are ways to engage them. And there are ways to foster community among those that aren't able to make it. There's a nursing home that watches our services every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So like, you know, they can't 30, actually 40, make it. They, they literally it literally cannot make come. it. Yeah. And so like, again, we can be. And this is why this is a great topic and it might need another part because I think that, again, going back to, like, the reactionary type of responses instead of being proactive, I think the natural inclination is for people to kind of, like, and I mean this respectfully, but there's a, there's a large number of people that turn their nose up to, like, online church and yeah. that's not real church, that's not real community. Yeah. Yeah. What, but what are the opportunities that exist? There we go for you to have an online platform. Well, yeah. what, are, what, what are the ways you can use that to your advantage? I mean, it's an outreach
4: tool that Dare
3: point. I say, could you have more community? Does community only exist in person? All of this stuff is like, all of this stuff like in our world and culturally has shifted. Yeah. It, it's all upside down because yeah. back in the day, 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 how did you talk to somebody? You had to physically go to them. And yeah. then what happened? Like courier services, you could send people letters you know, we're thinking back, you know, before, Empowered? before, electric. <laughs> I'm saying before electricity. I'm talking about, like, civilization. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Pigeon carrier. Like, how, how did you, how did you communicate with people? You had to, like, take a horse and carriage or walk to somebody right. and sit in front of their face and talk. Then you could send letters. And then the telephone became a thing. And then, like, video call. Now you can, text now we have messages, Zoom. Video call, yeah. Text messages. So, like, anyway, that has 100% changed with every, every iteration of communication and how, how we as humans communicate. Mm-hmm. And so with each change also came new opportunities. And with each change also came the, the, the potential for you to connect deeper. I, I can pick this up and I can talk to someone in Japan right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone in Japan, but like, that's a crazy concept. And if you, were to say, if you were to say that to someone 200 years ago, What's they certain. would think that it's magic. Sure. Yeah. Well, one thing mm-hmm. that yeah. I do right. enjoy about one thing I do enjoy about because I've, I've I've watched Bridgeway
0: online um, from time to time, and I do enjoy uh, that you looks. It seems like you have facilitators like in the comments section.
3: We do, yeah. That are like offering prayer. We call them online clergy. Like we we have a pastor that's yeah. in there, and like they and and people oh.
0: like will post or in the comments like what they need prayer for, or mm-hmm. or just to encourage one another, or or to comment about the service, or even saying amen, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think that's cool because it does create that sense of community because people are, you're getting a kind of a feedback loop here, mm-hmm. uh, which I think that's what community needs. Now, you talked about there are more opportunities for community via online. What,
3: what are those opportunities from your experience? I think there's something untapped. When, and I'd like to get a pastor's perspective too, because I don't, have the answer, but I think that there's untapped potential in terms of how you can serve someone. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when we think serve, we obviously obviously we think f- physically, physically, being in there, person. present, yeah. mm-hmm. laying hands on, and don't get me wrong, there's power in that absolutely, sure. and just our hardwiring and the way God made us. Yep, yep. that yep. means something, mm-hmm. right? Yes,
0: S- hands down.
3: Both, and you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that is still crucial, essential to us as humans. Humans, I think i'm i'm getting sidetracked but there's something Mm -hmm. about um (laughs) what 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 was the study where like an infant will die if if Mm. you were to put it in a in a crib and like not to ever touch it yeah like something very tragic happens to not familiar to a a baby that is mm -hmm. doesn't have physical touch
4: oh they're like it's uh i think i recall this it's like they are underdeveloped like yeah. neurologically and like physiologically. Yeah, something tricky. Un- like underdeveloped.
3: For sure. I don't know, I don't know. But what it's more so of like that it,
4: communicate that in person when uh, to his point he's talking about that that necessity, like how God created us mm-hmm. to be Tang- physical, tangibly, tangible in yeah. person. Yeah. And a baby will literally have like Setbacks I'm neurologically sure be and physiologically stunted, yeah,
3: yeah, that's yes. yes. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that there's untapped potential though. So, yeah. so still acknowledging, acknowledging that, right. I think there's untapped potential with how you can actually serve someone mm. online, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. especially to you know.
4: your point for those that are not actually ably, able to physically make it. And mm-hmm. uh, when you think about people used to mention the nursing home, when you think about disabled people who maybe prior to this were not able to join church, like actually physically go in person. I think about people who are still feel uncomfortable. Yes, there's still people to this day that feel uncomfortable being around in a very large group. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to respect that. Right. And so. I think to your point, those are some of the things that you have to consider when it comes to um, that creative outlet online, like how mm-hmm. to bring people who normally wouldn't go into a church, whether because of the pandemic or or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. reason, right? There's so many reasons, even pre-pandemic, why people were not going into the church. Um,
0: with that being said, the next question is, uh, and again, remember the focus is, is it good to attend church online? We talked about what church looked like for us growing up because I feel like, you know, online experience definitely is a, is a different experience. Um, but does it still, is it still relevant um, to how we experienced church before and how we experience it now? Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with community. Um,
4: and, I think that was a theme that we all talked about yeah Mm -hmm. um and 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 so
0: my next question that leading up to this is how do you best develop community um you know to me like you know when i when i mean that i mean community in the sense of you know taking care of one another community in the sense of of uh and being inclusive and 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 actually having a relationship with people um building into each other um, a sense of purpose and value, um, and empowering one another to, to you know pursue uh, life together uh, that's that's Christ centered, that's Christ you know that has purpose uh, rooted in Christ. So, you know, in that sense, how do you develop? What's the best way to develop community in your mind? And I'm I'm speaking at this from an objective point of view. I'm I'm not touching yet on if that's best built or online or in person. Um, I want to kind of exclude that for now, but just in in a general sense, you know, what's the best way to develop community?
4: Consistency. I'll start with that. We talked about that in our last episode. Yeah. We actually ended on that point. Um, I see, yeah. yeah. Community is built definitely with consistency. Mm-hmm. Again, not, you know, saying whether um, online versus in person, but I think what we talked about um, across uh, everyone's stories, when we were younger and when we are older, right? There is an element of consistency in that. And it just so happens that, uh, when we were growing up as well as now it's in person, but there's this theme of consistency when it comes to going to church, like you're going to a church, you're going to service, you're being fed. And it just so happens to be in person. But I think, um, whether it be online or in person, it is definitely the key of consistency. Like you cannot build relationships with people without consistency.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, in relationship is built off of trust. Yeah. And, and the only way you can trust someone if they're being consistent,
4: being consistent. There we go. Yeah. So and so when you consistent yeah. consistently see someone or consistently being there for someone in a time of need, that trust is built. Yeah. And it just so happens that, you know, that's was, our experience.
0: Yeah. Shum was just talking. Uh, he, he left, uh, we ended our last episode on on that point why we attend church and and the and big part of it is being consistent treating it like an investment because re- relationships require investment yes um it's hard to build relationship if uh there's no commitment to where you're going um yeah. and no commitment to the people that uh you're doing church with and doing hopefully life with too um so yeah um what, what other so we talked about consistency, but what else contributes to building and developing community i th-
3: I think that um you're seeing this i think it's most prevalent with gen Z, but I think you see it with a lot of millennials as well um and that is a lo- a large number of people in those gen- in, in these generations are really galvanized around a cause and activity and doing something mm. so um and i I think that that uh, is the, the the driving force particularly in a church where um you see people really coming together and begin to foster relationships it's it 's based around an activity or a thing that that, that they 're doing whether it whether it 's ministry mm-hmm. like you guys in music ministry mm-hmm. um, or you know missions or you know youth nights like I think people can really you know uh people can really get behind. A cause or, or or an event of some sort and that's what trenches together yeah, yeah I think that that like kind of binds people together
0: yeah no that's that's true I think because um, at least there's a common ground where people can at least create that sense of belonging and self-actualization mm-hmm. uh, to get behind and you're doing that with somebody uh, which you know again I think that allows you to find something that you can you can see yourselves in mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Um, so Okay, yeah, doing stuff together. Cool. What else? What else? Well, I'll take one more. I'll take one more.
2: Vulnerability.
0: Mmm, I like that. Okay, say more.
2: For 300. No, No, but (laughs) sharing vulnerability, anecdotally, I believe, builds relationship. us building community. Yeah, being able to kind of take your mask off and be your authentic self and Mm -hmm. discuss kind of the things you're going through and dealing with. I think helps the other person do the same and also share a piece of themselves as well so through uh, through that communication um, I think fosters and ignites relationship and that spark thus you know creates more of a fire of community and uh, maybe like a subset of that if the vulnerability is similar you know if you're going through similar things Um, but really just sharing probably a deep part of yourself and it being you know received and and then uh, reciprocating you know that that style of communication as well just from what i've seen you know really builds relationship thus community trust because mm, you ooh, that's good you do have to trust somebody to do that
4: to be vulnerable
2: yeah yeah so yeah you're automatically saying i trust you yeah
0: there's layers to yeah. this
2: Such as well life. all
4: connected <laughs> it's all connected the consistency yeah, yeah. the the trust, uh, the, the, the vulnerability yeah. all connected. Yeah. Yeah. Even the activity, all of that's other. connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of it. One leads Man. to the
0: other. Ooh, look at that! We, none of this was scripted, by the way. This is this is an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it sounds like church online or attending church online is a great way. It's a great form of outreach. It's a great way to to reach people. Who otherwise can't attend church in person? But what about the person that can attend church attend church in person, but they refuse to go to church and they only want to watch church online? Or that you know?
4: i think that is the meat of what we're getting to. I think. What about those people? Because I, that—that I, was that's actually in the back like, of my hey, head. I say those people. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of millennials today. I don't know if <laughs> to say millennials. I mean, we're on the topic of you know millennials. I'm not sure if it's millennials or just people i don't know for a variety of reasons who just don't want to i'd say our generation is church
2: is in a very interesting place in history because the the oldest part of the millennials was like coming up right when the internet was coming out yeah yeah right they're like late 30s maybe just hit 40 right um Mm -hmm. so we've we've seen technology have this huge swing so it is i think an interesting perspective from a millennial lens Mm -hmm. yeah it is from that regard they're probably was a period of time in said millennials life if they were going to church regularly then they saw the emergence of all this technology and now have the the option to go solely online or hybrid hybrid schedule like work you know yeah so yeah interesting generation to i think have a interesting perspective on it what was your question again
0: (laughs) 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 no i was just saying like you know do you discourage them from attending church online because perhaps there's more to gain from an in-person experience versus an online experience like I, I'm not saying there's a right answer to this question I'm just asking the question
3: we, we all we all know something happens when you're in the room yeah and that that can't be dismissed that, pre- that would preach that can't yeah. be, that can't be dismissed or you know yeah. overlooked like yeah something happens the question though is being in the room, is going to continually change and e- evolve with time right. because of technology.
0: Yep. I mean, I feel like one I day we're go- we're gonna get to a place where we're gonna have like virtual holograms sitting yeah. in seats. I yeah. don't know if that constitutes. And you can feel, you can feel the, 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 the base in your chest. You would
2: be in a room. In a room, right? Yeah. 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 room? Yeah. That Physically being the metasphere with humans. The metasphere. I mean. Well, Sony just came out with
3: the, the yeah. virtual reality
0: goggles, yeah. right? So, I mean, shoot, you could be. be and
4: shoot, who home. knows? Maybe well, 50 years from now, we'll all be proven wrong.
3: The interesting thing to mm-hmm. note yeah. about if we were to take Atari, like uh-huh. Pong, yeah. and compare that to Madden, the most recent football game, you, you know, you ever go to someone's house and they're, and they're playing Madden, you got a double take. Yeah, see it looks real
1: watch an actual game right think, yeah so
3: if you compare if you compare a 1980 console atari to a 2023 playstation 5 right mm-hmm. the playstation 5 almost looks indistinguishable from a real football thing. game on t- on television right you compare that to the the atari the rate of growth if you extrapolate that to 50 years in the future from now it's exponential this is actually technically speculative. Like gamer, it's technically movie, yeah. speculative, yeah. but yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of fact. At some point, a VR thing will be indistinguishable t- from real life. We'll all
0: have avatars.
3: It's it's gonna transcend that. It's gonna be there. There will be no difference between I'm talking about like, the movie. If if un- unless like no, we're getting into like AI stuff. I know. Over. I know. But, like yeah. like mm. unless the an asteroid hits us and we blow up, mm. like if things go in the trajectory what? they're going in <laughs> if everything happens yeah. Uh, yeah. if everything stays on track the way it is right now mm-hmm. the rate in which technology is growing there will be no distinguishing between in person and and, v- online. and, and VR. In vr our current iteration and understanding of vr now is archa- archaic compared to what it will be yeah yeah in the future so you take atari and madden and you, you multiply that in the future like to, to what we're experiencing now with VR. The, so you feel like you will, will be, be able more. to
4: feel you'll still be able to feel, have that in person connection that we're talking about. Um, that be like a, tangible be feel like you have yeah, four d four dimensional. Yeah, four dimensional actually being able to feel in all the sensories. Even if
3: two people are not in the same room, I think I think it will be indis- yeah. I think it'll be indistinguishable. <laughs> you could put you could, uh, uh, right now. It's primitive, but you could put a vest on, you could put goggles on, and you could put controllers in your yeah. hand, yeah. and you'll feel things. <laughs> but take take the vest, take the goggles, and take the controllers, and then fast forward 30 years in the future yeah and it's gonna be part of you it's gonna be part of your body it's yeah. gonna
0: mm-hmm. that's nuts well so like
3: Elon Musk is doing the uh, right. the, Neuralink. the the Neuralink yeah. yeah shipping the brain yeah it's well, gonna, that's that will be very that's, that's useful like for international like couples that, um, <laughs> that movie Chappie good call like Chappie oh yeah Chappie yeah. I love Chappie Chappie's
2: good or like Gattaca uh, well <laughs> Throwback, <laughs> <laughs> miss
0: you with that one. Um, so we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Unfortunately, this is a great topic though. Um, that maybe we'll do a part two, but uh, for now I will. I, I think we have to leave it leave it here to say that Did we come with a consensus. No, no, Tune well, no. in part two. To, I'm, I'm coming to. I'm, I'm coming to some sort of consensus at least for this part. That there would be another part. <laughs> that there will be another part, but it sounds like that. You know the online experience is something that is now evolving into something that's just as much demanding as in person. Even though an in person experience, there's still nothing like being in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the online experience is ever changing and ever growing to a to a place that maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day it works. And and, and, and and let me end it on a biblical point. God's presence is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to say that too. That like. No matter when, if God is moving at, in person at church, God can also move in your bedroom. God can also move at the nursing home. God can also move in, in your prison cell. Like I think that God's presence is is omnipresence, and so therefore the move of God and, and what that experience that God has for you can still happen as long as you're tuned in, right, and as long as your intention of attending church is, is really true and, and authentic and with the intent to connect with god and to connect with others because i mean it's important to not only be able to you know get fed the word and be and equip yourself for the for the week or or for your life but also i think it's also important even online to establish that community through texting and commenting and talking and connecting with other people so to that point real fast
1: i like what you just said there at the end because in truth the question isn't like is being in church better or being online better, the real question is what is your purpose for it? Like, yeah. what are you actually aiming towards by doing one or the other? Cause like, I mean, I could be like, even my mom, my mom loves going to church in person more than anything, but she received a healing from a neck injury that she had for two years through an online service. Mm. Like the, the man of God spoke to her mm. And she received her healing like instantaneously, wow. like mm-hmm. like doctors couldn't do anything that's for testimony. her. And that's physical. Physical from being it, watching it on on oh, a TV boy. screen in her yeah. own home, she received her healing like that. Wow.
4: And she had to pay for it.
1: They had to pay for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's a testimony. And I think a note.
4: And I think ending note is the we have um, like the cross. We have the vertical with God when it comes to church community and attending church and um you know just doing your whole christian journey so the vertical and then the horizontal mm-hmm. you mentioned about um when it comes to online communing, and, and communing and texting yeah. doing other things online beyond just just watching, ad- and watching it yeah. and absorbing yeah so whether you're in person because you can be in person and still be tapped out yeah True. and you could just be that's being true. fed I've to your there. point you could just be being fed <laughs> that's the real, vertical real that's but then yeah. the horizontal <laughs> is missing that yeah. horizontal the
3: people to people yeah, yeah. and what yes. is that
4: for y'all
2: a plus <laughs> sign what is it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well uh with that being said check out this ad
1: thank you for joining the do everything with love podcast if you'd like to continue to take the journey with us Please hit us up at With Love across all streaming platforms. Our music is everywhere. All right, and if you want a physical copy, hit us up at Bandcamp.com, and you might even score yourself a signed copy of our album. Thanks.
0: Alrighty, well, welcome back. Uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of Do Everything With Love podcast show. Uh, we just want to end things off with a few announcements. That being said, first things first is don't forget to follow us at with love music and at our charity foundation let love dot rise dante why don't you go ahead and shout out your handle for the people
3: out oh there? yeah it's uh it's just dante shepherd
0: <laughs> how you spell that last name uh brother?
3: s-h-e-p-p-a-r-d yeah, dante know. is d-a-n-t-e yeah spelled the right way spelled the right Ooh. way Ooh. the correct um, way
0: so yeah please follow please follow my brother on insta and we're also on YouTube too. Same handle with love music. Same thing goes for our Patreon with love music. And shout out to our nonprofit Let Love Rise Foundation. If you're a nonprofit, a church, or a local organization serving the Baltimore or DC community and you are in need of volunteers or serve your organization from day to day, then partner with Let Love Rise at letloverise.org. You can access a whole base of volunteers who are willing to serve your cause and get behind your cause. All you have to do is sign up on letloverods.org, post your uh, event or position that's in need. The website will then publish that out and try to get volunteers to come serve at your events or position that's in need. And so we're all about mobilizing, unifying volunteers with local community organizations to make our world a better place. That's something that we wanna leave as a footprint here on this earth, that no matter where with love goes, that we're also leaving a mark in how people love one another and serve one another and, and do that together. With that being said, thank you for listening. Tune in next time, subscribe, and follow us.
2: Love God, love people, and do everything with love.